listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, I remember going back in time, you know, how little I really knew about some of the things I get to talk about today with you each and every day. You know, as the host of the Dr. Pat Show, certainly there are many people that I get to bring on that I'm in awe about, actually just about every one of them. I, I'm just amazed at what they, what they create and how they create it. And so today is a very, very special show. And I want to welcome all of you to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, joined by Mr. Benny Mathers. How are you, Mr. B? I'm well, Pat. Thank you so much for asking. And Valerie is going to be answering the phones. And there's a very good reason why Valerie is going to answer the phones and Benny's going to do the best he can to make things happen here today. Because what we're doing is we're paying things forward. Many of you who get the newsletter, you already know that Dr. Joe Dispenza is my very special guest. The biology of change. He is a visionary. All of us remember his role in the movie, What the Bleep Do You Know? And um, many of us also understand why his clip was probably one of the most reviewed, looked at, listened to clip in that movie. But beyond that... He is someone that has continued to take a message out to the, uh, into the world about what it means to evolve your brain, the science of changing your mind. That's uh, what we're going to be talking about today. And when we think about the work that he has done and the doors he has opened, we also think about the biology of change and beyond. Today, we are going to be giving one of you out there um, a signed copy of Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind by Dr. Joe Dispenza. But that's not all. We've got much more to give you. We're also going to be gifting um, one of you with, or several of you, with tickets to Dr. Joe Dispenza's lecture and the Extraordinary Speaker Series. So you will hear how you'll be able to get these tickets throughout the show. But right now, why is the message of Dr. Joe Dispenza so important? What is it about what he shared with us uh, several years ago that has made such a significant impact in the world? You know, why is it that this might be a new paradigm that we evolve our brain? All of this and beyond. Because when we take a look at the possibilities that he's presenting and he is going to present to us today, we then get to look at the possibilities in our lives. He is featured speaker many, many events. As I said, February 26th, 27th, um, there is a workshop that he'll be doing. Uh, there is also this, the Extraordinary Speaker Series in Seattle. He's going to be uh, traveling to the Bahamas, to New York City, to Argentina, to Colorado, to Ontario, to Chicago, to New York, Los Angeles, many, many places that you'll get to see him. But today, we get to have a really cool conversation with what's changed for Dr. Joe and what this new book represents. 
Um, thank you, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. It's so great to have you back on. Oh, it's nice to be with you, Pat. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. So one of the things that I want to get right to is your life. And your life, in the context of the book that you've written, Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind. You know, did you ever think that you would be at the place, this is like a silly question, did you ever think that you would be at the place where you are now of such notoriety with a topic that some people considered to or still consider to be so essential but yet so new paradigm? Did you ever really visualize your life in quite this way? I don't, I don't think that I, um, I had an idea that it would turn in this direction. I mean, I know from knowing myself that, you know, I'm the happiest and I'm the most inspired when I'm turning people on to information and, and inspiring them about possibilities. So I didn't really know the context of, of you know, in the way which would unfold, but but uh, on some level, I, I wanted to see how I can contribute and make a difference. And I think that when every person has all their dreams answered or we get everything we want in our life or, you know, we reach a certain point of satisfaction, the next question we always ask is how we're going to make a difference or how we're going to contribute. And, and when you see transformation take place in, in a person, whether they're from Japan or whether they're from Mexico or whether they're from England or the United States, it doesn't matter, transformation transcends culture and transcends all the separations that we have as individuals. And when you see a person truly break through, it's, uh, it's, it's, there's, a, there's, a, there's an energy that, that um, is unforgettable. And, I, and that's one of my greatest um, gifts is to, to be part of that and to see it. So I'm happy where I'm at in my life right now. Well, it really is about an energy. And, and I wanted to ask you uh, about the book, Evolve Your Brain. Um, you know, have we gotten complacent in terms of what we think we're capable of in terms of that, you know, gray matter that sits up there in our heads? <laughs> well, I, you know. And by the way, why do we call it gray matter? It never shows up as gray on television, okay? <laughs> it's actually pretty pink, huh? Yeah. Well, when you look at it in the cadaver and, uh, and it's stained, it's, it's uh, pretty dark. So, uh, because those cell bodies tend to be more granular, but when they're alive and they're and they're functioning. Those neurons are very plastic. They're very elastic. They're 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 actually of uh, uh, you know of the consistency of a soft-boiled egg. So the brain is you know 75% water, and you have all these small little um, cells in there that are live trees that are connecting and disconnecting with each other. That's probably a more clear picture of what's really happening between our ears. But once consciousness or or spirit or the life force leaves us, then things freeze into a particular pattern. But when there's life in the brain and it's animated with life, there's a lot of electricity going on. You know, 400 billion bits of information is being processed. And, you know, we generate more, you know, electrical current in our brain in one day than all the cell phones on the planet put together. So there's a very electromagnetic uh, receiver of information. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that I, I think many people, you know, kind of think is that, you know, we're, we're in a society where we measure what goes on in our minds and in our brains. And, you know, if you don't have a certain IQ, then basically some people say it's really kind of limited. You really can't evolve. And, and you know, and, and, and that is said in so many different ways. How would you respond to that? Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. In this sure. society, some people and some institutions say you are your IQ. Sure. Well, you know, I, you know your IQ is one aspect 
of your creative of creative genius. You know, uh, I consider genius to be to take many forms. You could have a genius that is a, uh, a musician. You could have a, a genius that is a that is an artist. You can have a genius that is a, a great uh, oratory. You know, genius takes many forms. I think we've just boxed in the idea of intelligence quotient to mean functionality or your ability to get ahead in one particular one particular new avenue. But if you're going to talk about evolve your brain, it's a really simple concept. I mean, every time you learn something new, Pat, you make a new synaptic connection in your brain. That's what learning mm-hmm. is. Learning is forging new circuits. And remembering then is maintaining or sustaining them. So if you read a book on how to build a doghouse or you read a book on um, uh, how to cook Mandarin cuisine or you read a book on on uh, how to ride a bicycle, or you read a book on compassion, you're you're forging very important connections in your brain that act as raw material for you to do something with that now. So we have three brains that are in one brain that allow us to go from thinking to doing to being. So once you read that book on compassion, once you have that all that information theoretically or intellectually wired in your brain, that information is void of experience. Now, if you take that information and you apply it and you personalize it, you demonstrate it, if you can modify your behavior in some way and you can begin to plan your actions, if you can get your behavior to match your intentions or your actions equal to your thoughts, and you can change something about yourself, you'll have a new experience. Now, once you have a new experience, gangs of neurons begin to organize themselves to reflect the environment. In other words, everything you're seeing and smelling and tasting and feeling and hearing, all your five senses are gathering all this information from the environment. It's rushing back to the brain through five different pathways. And those jungles of neurons begin to organize themselves to reflect the event. Now, the moment they organize themselves to reflect the event, you just evolved your brain a little bit further. In other words, more circuits are now in place to reflect the environmental sensory experience. The moment those neurons organize themselves into place, they release a chemical. They release um, a a, um, uh, a certain amount of molecular change takes place in the brain. And that chemical that's created, or those chemicals that are created the moment those neurons organize themselves, is called a feeling or an emotion. And we can remember experiences better because we can remember how they feel. So once you read the book on compassion and you actually forgive your mother-in-law, you do something differently, and all of a sudden you begin to feel what compassion feels like. Now you're instructing the body, you're teaching the body what the mind is intellectually understood. Now we're evolving because now on a cellular level, on a visceral level, we're embodying compassion. We know what it feels like now. But it's not enough to do it once. We have to be able to repeat it. We have to be able to replicate it. We've got to be able to make it look natural and easy. And when we can repeat an experience over and over again, we turn on that third brain called the cerebellum. The second brain is the limbic brain or the emotional brain or the animal brain. The third brain, the cerebellum, is like the memory center. It's the microprocessor. It means we've done it enough times that we no longer have to think about it any longer. In other words, Got it. we've neurochemically conditioned the body to memorize that activity and that emotion better than the conscious mind. And whenever the body knows better than the mind, that's called a habit. A habit is when the body is the mind. Now... Once we neurochemically memorize it, then it doesn't take any effort at all. We could say that our internal chemical order, our internal mindful state is greater than anything outside of us. And when we're at that place, we're being it. That's when mind and body are together. 
I love this. We're going to take a short break, Dr. Joe. When we come back, we're going to be talking about this more because, you know, this really gives us hope for kind of rewiring some things that just don't serve us anymore. When we come back, we'll be talking with Dr. Joe Dispenza. We'll be giving away tickets to his upcoming workshop, his upcoming event, and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. many times have you said, I need to quit smoking? And how many times have you tried to quit smoking only to fail? How many times a day are you smoking and wishing you weren't? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help you to become smoke-free for life. Take on the habits of a non-smoker, not an ex-smoker. Our clients tell us they simply lose the desire for the cigarette. Become stress-free and relaxed. Lose or maintain weight at the same time and effortlessly take back control. Andy Castle quit his 15-year smoking habit and has been smoke-free for over a year. Jane Penrod quit smoking after smoking three packs a day for 50 years. Yes, it works. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888-311-7157. Neshama Living, where your optimal health begins with awareness, grows with knowledge, flourishes with proactive solutions, and is practiced as a way of life. Neshama Living is dedicated to wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. The Neshama Living Hour is coming to the Dr. Pat Show. Get ready to regain your natural balance, take control of your health and vitality, and build your foundation for wellness with Neshama Living on the Dr. Pat Show. Tired of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose one to three pounds per day in 21 days naturally under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center 425-451-0404. Or on the web, drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Are you tired of waking with aches and pains? Sick of taking one prescription drug after another? Would you like to take complete charge of your health? At Vitality Chiropractic, Dr. Bonnie Verhunt specializes in all-natural treatments for everything from arthritis to chronic fatigue. For information on how chiropractic can change your life, visit vitalitychiropractic.com. Or call 206-824-5521. And be sure to listen to Dr. Bonnie Verhunt on The Dr. Pat Show. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Dr. Joe Dispenza is joining us here today. I want to make sure that you have his website. Um, you can go to drjoedispenza.com. That's D-R-J-O-D-I-S-P-E-N-Z-A.com. Cool website. You're going to see a lot about Evolve Your Brain 
cool videos. There's a great tutorial on the website, by the way, on the brain. I mean, I just get, I got excited about it. But more importantly, you get to meet Joe and, and take a look at Ask Dr. Joe and blog and all of the above. But today we're talking about a couple of different things. First of all, we're talking about his book, um, The Biology, well, Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind. But more importantly, we're talking about the biology of change, what that's about. And I want to open up the phone lines right now and let you all know what we're going to be paying forward to you. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And what we would love, love, love to give you is, first of all, one of you will receive a copy, a signature, signed copy of Dr. Joe's book. The second thing we'd like to gift is a pair of tickets to his workshop, and we'll talk a little bit about that. And the third thing we'd like to give away is a pair of tickets to see Dr. Joe at the Extraordinary Speaker Series that's coming up. And so you're probably going to want to have some dates. Well, the Extraordinary Speaker Series is, uh, and his presentation, The Biology of Change, is February 26th, and that's at 7 p.m., uh, the second uh, the, or the workshop is a full-day workshop, Saturday the 27th from 9 a.m. to 5 at Seattle Unity. And so when you call in, in the order that you call in, um, just tell Valerie what you'd like. Say, I would like the book or I would like to get the pair of tickets for the Biology of Change um, lecture or I would like a pair of tickets um for the workshop on Saturday, February 27th. So we've got three different things we're giving away, and I believe that we'll do it. The first three callers, first caller in gets to pick, second, third, and we've got lots more of this we're going to do moving forward. And thrilled to have Dr. Joe Dispenza joining us um, for all of this activity and all of these events. I-, I wanted to ask you a question about the book. I mean, there are a lot of different things you could have written about, Dr. Joe. And again, thank you so much for joining us here today. Um, but what is it that got your attention uh, to, to motivate you to write the book that you wrote? I mean, very specifically, to write this book. And what is the message that you're hoping to get across to all of us? Well, let's start with the message because I think the message is probably the most important. If you understand yeah. from, a, from a scientific or biological level that change is actually possible and you understand why it's so difficult to change, and you pretty much understand then that um, it's not just up to your genes that make you turn out the way you do or you, a, a bad experience that you had in your life that people have experiences in their life and then there's a refractory period of emotional chemicals that are created and if they don't know how to control that emotional reaction, that refractory period continuing for hours or days turns into a mood and you know what's wrong with you I'm in a mood why are you in the mood this thing happened to me five days ago and I'm memorizing the emotion and, and then moods turn into temperaments after months and temperaments turn into personality traits and people pretty much memorize certain emotions that become part of their personality and so the emotion is the end product of the experience and when you begin to understand the fundamental nature of how we are and the fundamental nature of how we get stuck in certain patterns and how much of our personality is a memorized set of emotional reactions and, and, um, and memorized behaviors, and you understand it thoroughly, you have more power to change. And so the book was about giving people permission to change their mind. 
giving people permission to let go of the emotions that they've become addicted to and memorized and how those emotions of anger and aggression and hatred and judgment and fear and anxiety and insecurity, pain, suffering, depression, those are all created from the chemicals of stress. And we actually can turn on the stress response just by thought alone. And I, I wanted people to begin to realize that when they live by those those survival emotions, that the only person they're really affecting is themselves because it's the redundancy of those chemicals that begin to dysregulate and downregulate the cell that begins to push the genetic button that causes disease and those inherited generic genetic tendencies that we get. And so how do we climb out of it then? And, and the beauty of the human being is that we can make thought more real than anything else. That's the privilege. And, and because we can observe our own thoughts and our own behaviors and our own uh, sentiments, we can, we can, because we can observe them, we can modify our behavior to do a better job in life and that the brain actually is neuroplastic enough that it will respond to our very intentions, that when we think and feel a certain way, the cycle of thinking and feeling and feeling and thinking over time conditions the body and the mind to align to a certain state. And so then we say, I am insecure, I am unworthy, I am unhappy. That means my mind and body are working together. So can we make the brain work in new ways? And then can we fall in love with a new idea, a new dream, a new vision so well that the body begins to respond emotionally before the event has happened? Now, if you can change the brain to look like the event has happened and change the body to begin to become emotionally conditioned to a new mind, if the brain and mind are changed ahead of the actual experience, then according to the quantum law then, then the experience finds you. And then you don't have to do anything. It actually is an electromagnetic phenomenon because you're resonating with the potential that already exists in the quantum field. So I chose the, the concept of mind primarily because the quantum model of reality says that the environment is an extension of our mind. So if we truly change our mind, mind and body, then there should be some evidence in our life. And that, you know, supersedes, you know, race or gender or creed or color or or social status or intellectual ability. Basically, if you have a brain and your heart's beating, you're in the game. And so I think unifying people and empowering them to understand that they create life on their own terms, that, that experience is the, is, the, is the end product of the mind, and that <clears throat> the way we think and feel controls our destiny. And, and then, of course, if you're still having the same events take place in your life and you've fallen into routine patterns, and you're thinking the same thoughts and performing the same actions and secretly expecting something different to show up in your life, the quantum law doesn't work that way. You've got to create a new mind, and you've got to memorize that mind so well that you can reproduce it at will. And you've got to lift yourself up from those survival emotions to move into those elevated states that mystics and poets have talked about for ages, that state of gratitude, that state of joy, that state of inspiration. Most people have been conditioned and, and hypnotized into believing that they need a reason for joy. They need a reason for happiness. Something outside of them has got to do it. Well, can we generate those moods without the, um, the external environment? And when we can do that, now we're no longer living by those cause and effect laws of Newtonian physics. Experience happens. It changes our internal chemistry. We feel a disruption in our internal order. and We look to see what person made us feel good or bad. That's cause and effect. But when we can change our mind and then begin to move into an elevated mood that we're in gratitude because we know the event is coming, but it hasn't happened yet, and we can move, memorize that state. Now, once we make those changes inside of us and it produces an effect outside of us, 
that's the quantum law now. Now we're causing an effect. And when people begin to realize that it's their senses that confuse them into believing, oh, well, it hasn't happened yet because I can't experience it. Well, the question of greatness is can you believe in a future that you can't see or experience with your senses yet, but you've thought about enough times in your mind that your brain and your body are actually changed to look like the experiences happen. Now, that is greatness because when we live by that law, our brain and body are no longer a record of the past, but now they're, in fact, a map to the future. And that's when people begin to see things change. You know what's so interesting, Dr. Joe, and this is something I'd love for you to comment. I could just listen to you, like, forever, Um, and that's why all of us are going to be at the the speaker series. You know, it seems like, and someone made a comment to me the other day about this, they said to me, you know what, Pat, it seems like what you talk about, this whole rewiring, the whole positive thinking thing and, you know, whatever you do, that seems all well. But what happens is it's much easier for me to think about the disappointments that I'm having every day in my life and, you know, worry about the bills. Why, if it's so easy for me to think about or have those things automatically pop up for me, why can't I do this positive thinking stuff that you talk about? Well, I'm, I want to make sure, Dr. Joe, we have time to, for, to talk about that. You know, is it possible that negative thinking is easier than positive thinking? Or have we wired ourselves? Dr. Joe Dispenza joining us here today on the Dr. Pat Show. I want to remind everyone we're giving away lots of really cool things on the show. I'm not even sure if we have anything left to give away. But if you give us a shout at 1-800-930-2819, I'm sure that we could probably give another pair of those tickets away. And so when we come back, we'll be talking with Dr. Joe about that thing. Those negative thoughts. And by the way, if we think them, are we really creating and imagining them? And I wonder what Dr. Joe thinks about the avatars being the color of blue. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio 2 Thrive by Dr. Joe Dispenza Dispenza is joining us here today. His website is drjoedispenza.com. If you don't live in the Seattle area, I am sure he is going to be somewhere close to where you are. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Shop. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Posture is not just about standing up straight. It's about being aware of and connected to every part of yourself. This is Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, and I'd like to share some information about posture with you. The human body craves alignment. When we are properly aligned, our bones, not our muscles, support our weight. The big payoff with proper posture is that we feel healthier and have more energy. Poor posture distorts the alignment of bones, chronically tenses muscles, and contributes to stressful conditions such as loss of vital lung capacity, increased fatigue, reduces blood flow and oxygen into the brain and much more for tips on how to improve our posture visit us at vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521 
And be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Berhunts, on the Dr. Pat Show, the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. Athletes, diabetics, moms, let me tell you about a new high-tech energy gel called Chocolate Number no. 9. Chocolate Number no. 9 is made with only organic agave and the finest dark roast Belgian cocos. Number 9 contains no refined sugar. Number 9 is a certified low glycemic index item. And best of all, Chocolate Number no. 9 simply tastes great. Find out more at chocolatenumber9.com or call 866-999-1909. That's 866-999-1909. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. E-Cloth claims perfect cleaning with just water on all hard surfaces and no chemicals. I started with my windows, then stovetop, and then the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well E-Cloth cleaned everything. And I did it without exposing my family to potential health-harmful chemical cleaners. Also with E-Cloth, there's no paper towels, chemicals to buy, so you'll save money. And they're guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. That's ecloth.com, 20% off everything, free shipping. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Please give us a shout at 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you a pair of tickets for the Biology of Change lecture, February 26th at the Center for Spiritual Living. And we'd love to give you a pair of tickets for the full day workshop, Saturday the 27th, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Uh, and these are gifts thanks to our friends at bellaspark.com, Donna Visaki, and others. So let's get those phones ringing, 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you these tickets. You know, Dr. Joe, thank you again for joining us here today. Before the break, I, I shared a question that came in from one of the listeners, and the question basically talked about why is it so easy for all of these negative things come up, worrying about paying my bills, worrying about my job, worrying about this. But I really have to work hard at this positive thinking stuff that we always talk about. And i got to ask you the question, is it really harder, or do we need to just learn some new tools? Well, it's actually both. I mean, okay. when we talk about negative emotions, we call them negative emotions because they don't serve us, because we feel off-center or we feel out of balance. And let's go back to those survival chemicals that I talked about. When, a, when an organism, when a, when a deer is in the woods and it gets chased by a, a bear, the moment that deer sees the predator, it turns on the fight-or-flight nervous system. And that fight-or-flight nervous system... Um, produces an enormous amount of energy to be mobilized from the adrenal glands. Now, the moment there's a release of adrenaline, there's a rush of energy in the body, like, like drinking a triple cappuccino. And that rush of adrenaline causes the brain to wake up, and it causes the body to begin to get a rush of energy so that, it's, so that it feels more alive. Now, what most people don't know is when they begin to think thoughts about 
a future event, like they begin to anticipate or expect something to happen, and they focus on it with their mind, they begin to turn on that same stress response just by thought alone. Mm -hmm. And by the same means, if they revisit a past bitter memory that tattooed in the recesses of their gray matter, they can focus on it so well, like, like magic, it comes to life. And in that moment, it's real. Now, the moment they revisit that past event and they begin to experience that emotion, they're turning on that same stress response. And when the body's in stress, it's not that of chemical balance. And so the stress response is what the body does to innately try to bring it back to order. Now, we can turn on the stress response by thinking in the future or thinking in the past. And when we do, the body gets a rush of energy to feel alive. Now, most people don't consciously know that. So when they're focusing on something that makes them worry, they're, they're obsessing about a thought that's producing an emotional reaction. And the redundancy of that cycle over time begins to cause the body to get out of balance. And so they get addicted to that emotion because it's a rush of energy. And so now if they do it enough times, they're, they'll condition the body to memorize anxiety better than the conscious mind. And that's when we get in trouble because 95% of our behaviors are actually existing in that subconscious system. So now the person was going to use positive thinking with 5% of their conscious mind to change 95% of their emotional anxiety that they've memorized because they've thought a certain way, felt a certain way. The moment they felt anxiety, they began to think more anxious thoughts. And they've done that for 20 years. And so now the body has literally memorized it better than the mind. And so now they're going to try to use their 5% of their conscious mind to try to think positively but they've memorized negativity. Or they're going to set an intention for a great life or a, a good future, but they're, 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 they're feeling guilty. And so mind and body are working in opposition. So once people begin to understand that those negative emotions actually are very addictive and that they give people a chemical rush, then they can begin to realize that, okay, just like an addict, I've got to begin, to begin to wean myself from those thoughts. So that leads us to the second point that there is some tools that allows us to begin to make some changes. We have to begin to become aware of our unconscious thoughts and our unconscious actions and behaviors. Here we become aware of our unconscious emotions and make them conscious. That's what the word meditation means, to become familiar with, to make known. So the workshop will be about breaking down or breaking the habit of the old self and reinventing a new self, that, that we have to unlearn those emotions or those states of mind and then relearn a new state of mind. We have to prune synaptic connections in neuroscience, they call it pruning connections, and sprout new connections. We have to unmemorize the emotion that's become part of our personality. And then we have to recondition the body to a new mind or a new emotion. And so it, 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 it's vital that the person begins to understand that they have to begin to do that and make those changes when they are not in their environment, they got to put the hardware in place in their brain. They have to create new strategies before the experience happens because now they have circuitry to use. And so the workshop will be about the tools for people to practice. They'll walk, they'll walk away um, knowing exactly how to do it. You know, so part of this is all leading to something else that you referred to, which is sort of this emotional response and reaction. You know, there are studies being done right now that say that, you know, we have one of the most stressful societies on the planet. I, I'm having that hard to, I'm having a hard time to believe that that's more stressful than being in a country where you never know if you're going to be bombed every day. Mm. But there is some energy, I guess, in our pop culture about stress 
and the the form it takes on. What is the connection between stress and the conversation and stress and rewiring our our minds, our brains, uh, or not? Well, I always say we live in two states of mind. We either live in survival or we live in creation. When people are living in survival or any creature in nature is in survival, those chemicals, when they turn on, the, 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 the organism is only concerned about the body, the environment, and time. In other words, it, we obsess about our bodies. We obsess about our hairdos. We obsess about the things we own in our environment, and we obsess about time. But the, the, the uh, deer that's being chased by the bear, the moment its survival mechanisms turn on, it's basically saying, I've got to take care of my body. Where in my environment am I going to run, and how much time do I have to do it? Now, when we live with all of our mind absorbed on the body, the environment, and time, then we live by the laws of the, the body, the environment, and time. But when we're in a state of creation, we actually go from being selfish, you know, to a state of selfless. When you're truly creating, there is no body, there is no thing, there is no time. You're so involved with what you're thinking about that you lose track of time and space. You're so, you're so you know, in, in, involved in the moment that there's a physiological change that takes place in the brain. Now, getting people to go from survival to creation literally takes an exchange of energy. Now, remember, emotions are energy in motion. So the person has to begin to change an emotional state and then use that emotion as energy to begin to create with. And so most people think, well, God, I'm just going to create my vision board or I'm just going to go set an intention but they still memorize these emotions, and they don't have any energy to create with. So the, the idea in this culture that so many people are stressed is because they actually are. That they're living in a state of competition. They're, they're trying to accumulate more things to get happy. They're trying to, they're trying to become successful or get the right position. So, so once they get it, they'll be, they'll be happy. They'll, they'll feel better. And actually, that's an empty state of mind because... Uh, once you finally arrive there, you realize that, you know, many times you're still unfulfilled. So when happiness comes from within, when we can begin to take those negative emotions and begin to change them, and we can begin to remove the masks of those uh, states of mind that block the flow of that innate intelligence that lives within us, that spirit that's trying to leak out, as we begin to change those and, and we begin to... Um, overcome them. The side effect of that is that when that intelligence that gives us life begins begins to uh, leak out of us, we become more like it. We become more generous. We become more loving. We become more mindful. We become more free. And that's what I call the natural state of being. So the environment and the craziness in our life right now, most people are rushing around to hurry up and get somewhere, to hurry up and get home, to hurry up and wake up and do it again. Um, they're on a program, and, and, and I think that our day and age right now is that a lot of things are beginning to break down. All the yeah. systems are falling apart, and that's a time when, when that happens that people have to begin to think differently and begin to act differently. Well, and one of the things I wanted to ask you about as well, uh, but before I do that, I want to make sure that everyone knows uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza uh, has this full-day workshop, as I said before, uh, February 27th. And I want to give you some information on that. Um, tickets are on sale now. 
you can call 970-443-0732 to register. That's 970-443-0732. Uh, and if you want to attend the Friday lecture and the Saturday workshop, you can do both. There's a special price available for that. Um, please call that number, 970-443-0732, or go to www.bellaspark.com. When we come back from break, you know, there's a question that comes up about what what is it we need to do to manifest what we want in this lifetime. And so then the question comes up is, what are the influences of the outside world? What happens when every day we're bombarded with information that says, we're not abundant. There's not enough. This is happening. That's happening. Times are coming, and the worst is not over. What happens when we hear that? Even if we don't tune it in directly, what does that do to what goes on in the emotional patterns and what Dr. Joe talks about of changing our minds? We're going to talk about that and much more when we come back with the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, please go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com or drpatlive.com. That's drpatlive.com. Can we turn our heads to what's going on in the outside world? Or is there another approach? Well, We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. There's never been a better time for you to create the life you want, tap into unlimited possibilities, and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit stressdetective.net. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So 
thick and creamy. Greek Gods Yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek Gods Yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek Gods popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek Gods kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Tarts, chocolate, flowers. They're so last century. Pop open a bottle of Aquamantra's I Am Loved premium natural spring water this Valentine's Day. Be an eco-sweetie and give the gift that will keep on giving. It's the elixir of life. Purchase a case of Aquamantra's award-winning premium natural spring water that flows from the abundant streams of Mount Palomar, California. Now in our brand new biodegradable and recyclable bottles. On sale at Aquamantra.com forward slash I am loved. And know you are loved. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. As I said, for more information about us, go to drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. For more information about my very special guest today, Dr. Joe Dispenza, you can go to his website, drjoedispenza.com. And if you want to sign up for the lecture, if you want to sign up for the workshop, if you want to sign up for both of them and get the discount, um, just give them a call at 970-443-443. 0732. That's 970-443-0732. Dr. Joe, thank you. It's so great to have you. Uh, It's really great to have you on the show. I'm having a lot of fun with you. Well, I've always saved the best for last, so to speak. Uh You know, I was talking about the external environment, but I'm also reflecting upon sort of a a sense of energy. And you and I were chit-chatting a little bit before the break, and I was saying that, you know, there was there's a sense of energy and vibration that comes across from you know people that are out in the public a lot we get a sense of whether or not we're going to believe them in the energy that we sense or feel or not or should we be optimistic or not um, and so the question then becomes what is the relationship to the external cues we get the energy from it and then the message itself uh, no this is this is the this is the crux of the, the question because, uh, the, the, you know, the heart. Because, listen, if, if people wake up in the morning <clears throat> and they get out of bed and they do the exact same thing and they shower themselves the same way and groom themselves the same way and eat the same food and drive to work the same way and do the same things and watch the same news shows and that produce the same emotional reactions, they are completely controllable because if we think about the environment, Our brain is organized to reflect everything that we know in our life. So the different people we know or all the known things that we've learned or all the places we've been, the experiences we've had, the brain is organized to reflect the environment. So if we wake up in a predictable, known, familiar way and we continuously allow the environment to control our thinking, we are completely controlled emotionally because as the environment begins to activate familiar circuits in our brain, we're going to think equal to the environment. And as long as you think equal to the environment, you have no control over your destiny because the familiar circuits that turn on will have you behave and think in familiar ways. To truly change, to truly make a difference, is to think greater than the environment, to be ahead of time. And to be able to do that consistently 
That means that when you wake up in the morning, is it possible then to begin to think in ways that are ahead of the environment, to be ahead of time, and then be able to memorize or create a same frame of mind that, that now you are changing your energy so that you're not living in those states of despair or anxiety or fear, but you're actually changing your internal energy so that, remember, emotions are energy. Now that your body is beginning to respond to a future event without evidence of it yet from the sensory world. Now, if you get up thinking and feeling differently than you did than if you were bombarded by your environment, and you were able to memorize that internal order. Now, when I mean memorize, which means be able to maintain a modified state of mind and body independent of the environment, because of the quantum phenomenon, that allows us to begin to evoke change in our life, and we then leave the details up to the field. We don't have to try to control the outcome. All we know is that it will come in a way that we least express, that will surprise us, that a door will open to possibility that we never would consider, that it, an unpredictable event will begin to show up as a result of our efforts. So that means then that we have to make time for our precious selves. That means that we have to wake up in the morning or before we go to bed at night and remind ourselves of a future that we can't see yet. And not just have it be an intellectual process. It's got to be embodied. It's got to be visceral. It's got to drop down into a cellular level. Your body's got to begin to respond. And once your body begins to respond, your electromagnetic field, you know, the thought that you think is, mm-hmm. is, is an electrical charge in the, in the quantum field, and the feelings that we emote are the magnetic charge. And how we think and feel creates that electromagnetic field. So that, that we get up, in in an elevated state of mind and body, and we can maintain that independent of the environment. Now we have true leadership. That's that's leadership when mind and body are working together. Politicians have mind doing one thing and body doing something else. Their behaviors don't match their intentions. We need leaders in this world now that can demonstrate greatness, to go from that state of thinking to doing to being. And once we're in that state of being, being means that your mind and body are connected to an outcome and when you're in a state of being it means you've memorized it so well that it's automatic and so we can memorize negative states like anxiety or fear or pain and we can move into a state of being that or we can recondition our body and create a new level of mind and we can move into a state of being and then when we move into those state of states of being then we, we have the privilege to lead now because we're beyond reproach because we're the living example of that and we need uh, the common person now to get out in the world now and demonstrate that that level of greatness. And I and I think it's I think it's really a, a, a call for the time. I couldn't agree with you more. I really think it is a call for the time. And there are some people that are truly, uh, you know, emerging. Um, you know, I think some folks have called this a time of the phoenix. There are folks and organizations and new levels of creativity, people that are rising above or out of the flames, back into the, you know, the flow of air and sky. I mean, there are a lot of really cool things going on right now. What would you say to our listeners to, to sort of get us in the direction of becoming energized every day? I mean, I know you're going to cover a lot of this in the workshop, um, that you're doing. But I'm just wondering right now in the moment, you know, is there something that you could share with folks listening to this show where they can create a shift right in the moment? Sure. I mean, the question that we have to ask ourselves 
every day is what is the greatest ideal of ourselves or what is the greatest mm -hmm. expression of ourselves that we can be? How would a great person think? How would they act? How would they feel? How would they not think? How would they not act? What emotion would they let go of in order to evolve themselves? And so asking that simple question and waiting for an answer is going to cause you to begin to think in ways that you don't typically think. And the moment you begin to make your brain fire in different sequences and different patterns and different combinations, the definition of mind in neuroscience is the brain in action. So if you're making your brain work differently, you've just created a new level of mind. Now, to be able to re reproduce that same level of mind at will, remind yourself of who that ideal is, is going to cause nerve circuits in your brain to fire and wire together. Now, not enough to stop there, though. You have to begin to transmute those limited emotions that drive us to our lowest denominator and begin to fall in love with this new ideal so much that your body begins to respond. You begin to feel gratitude or inspired. Now, that's the new ideal of yourself. And then I'm going to say, can you memorize that? Now, get up and maintain that memorized state of being, and something should show up differently in your life as a result of it. Try it out as an experiment, as a scientist. As a curious child, try it out and see if, if it does anything. Well, you know, this is also an invitation for all of us to start to do that rewiring you talked about. Um, I, I really think that if everybody listening to the show could think about or point to some point in time where we would have had to create some kind of change, we could probably call that to the forefront. Change is something right now that's in the face of so many people, whether we want it to be there or not. And I wanted to ask you, having said all that, what is the personal message you want to leave us with today? What would you like all of us to be thinking about right now, Dr. Joe? And thank you for joining us today on the Dr. Pat Show. Well, I think that there's a, a divine quality within every human being that transcends all the separations that society has created. And if, if you aren't aware that there's an intelligence that's giving you life that's both personal within you, that's making millions of cells every second, and universal all around you, then you're living by the old paradigms that you think you're separate. But this, this field of intelligence allows us to be unified. What most people don't know is that even though it's beyond their senses, it's a conscious field. Conscious is aware and aware is noticing. Can you develop a relationship with this intelligence and begin to use it in your life? Can you begin to interact with it and ask it to resolve issues in a way that's right for you? And as we begin to then allow it to express our, itself through us, and that's our purpose in life, to allow this spiritual quality, this innate intelligence, this life force to begin to move through us. When we begin to be able to do that, then we get to lead. We get we get evoke change, and we begin to make a difference in the world. Wow. Dr. Joe, thank you so much. Dr. Joe Dispenza, everybody. Um, more information on him on his website, drjoedispenza.com. As I said, lots of information on the upcoming lecture and his uh, speaking schedule, lecture schedule, workshop schedule uh, for the remainder of the year. Thank you so much, Dr. Joe Dispenza, for joining us on the show today. What a great, great, great time spent with you. Thank you. I look forward to see you in, in the end of February, Pat. You bet, everybody. I know that there is something that you heard today. It doesn't matter where you are in your life, what challenge you're faced with, what opportunities you're faced with. I'm sure that you heard some of the messages that Dr. Joe Dispenza is leaving us with today. 
And when we step out into the world and we look at our lives and we ask ourselves some of the questions that he's put in front of us, one of the things we can definitely count on will be ready to change. Stay tuned for the next show right here on the station and much more of The Dr. Pat Show at www.thedrpatshow.com. We'll see you next time, everybody. Have a blast. (music) 